Hello, you guys. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, this next topic that I want to talk about today, um, I am super excited to reach. I know I keep saying that I'm super excited for a lot of things, but <laughs> this one, the, this is how I wanted to start off the podcast. This is how I, this is the first topic that I wanted to touch base about, and this is how I go through a breakup and little things that have helped me and how this can actually be helpful to you as well, hopefully. Um, so to start off, like why I wanted to talk about this is because I was in a relationship, um, late last year. However, unfortunately the relationship did not work and this person and I broke up, um, early this month. So However, it was a little bit complicated because there, I feel like the relationship had ended before then. So I think that the relationship officially or the starting the start of the end was sometime during the middle of January. Um, there was uh, just something that happened that I just knew that the relationship was over. In quotation marks, just things weren't working out. We both really weren't happy, but he was the first one to point it out. Um, and he wanted, you know, we really didn't know each other that well. I know that sounds a little bit weird. It's like, you guys were in a relationship. You guys should have known each other. Yeah. And no, we started as a relationship. We didn't start as friends. So we kind of jumped into it. So that was essentially the downfall of our relationship is the fact that we didn't really have a lot in common. Um, we realized towards maybe like the middle of the relationship that, oh my gosh, I actually don't know this person. And we're trying like we tried to get to know each other you know as we were in a relationship but it was hard and you know it just it takes two to make something work so when it was first brought up to me on uh, in the middle of January um this my my ex who was my boyfriend at the time obviously uh, wanted us to start off as friends again now to um, you know, to some people out there, you guys know that that's basically, well, the guy has lost interest, but at the time, like I was in my feels and I, you know, I did read it as that, but I wanted to believe his words and I wanted to, I wanted to believe him. I, I really wanted to believe that he was being really truthful, that the fact that he wanted to start off as friends so we can build a better foundation for our relationship. But honestly, it just didn't work like that for obvious reasons and you know but I, I I still took it as a breakup so I grieved my relationship earlier than my official breakup which was during the first week or and well technically during the first and second week of February um, my breakup was kind of official about three days before Valentine's Day. So it, you know, it, it wasn't a shocker. I was coming. I could feel like it was coming. Guys, you know, uh, I think as women, we have like a sixth sense that we can feel something. And even the last time that I saw him, that things were quote unquote, okay between us. Um, I still felt like that was going to be the last time that I was going to see him because that's how bad we were in the relationship and he was the one that called it quits but I had already disconnected and I had already 
did not want to have anything to do with him at that point. And I mean, no hate towards him, but it was the best thing for me. So, you know, the breakup, I did take it a little bit hard, but it, it wasn't as tough as my first relationship. Um, I've been in two serious relationships so far. And the first one I consider to it be like, you know, quote unquote, first love. But the second one, which is my most recent one, I think that that was a little more of a mature relationship. Um, we had really good communication skills, like not gonna lie, communication skills were a one completely. We talked and we worked everything through, but we just were not a good match. But I started to resent him because he wasn't putting in the effort as, you know, I feel like the relationship deserved. So I would get frustrated at him, but I later come to terms saying, well, you can't really force someone to be interested in you. So, and even though like I had brought it up a couple of times, you know, sometimes to avoid conflict, the other person will say, no, everything's okay, but you know, something is wrong. And then the more you talk about it, the more you say, the more you push, you know, the, the more you say, but I know something's wrong. Like, are you sure? Really? Is that really what's going on? And they say, yeah, you know, they start to get a little bit annoyed. Like, yeah, everything's okay. And it kind of, you know, it's a little bit off-putting, but it, it, you know, that's, I feel like that's when you know something is wrong. When at least one of the parties doesn't want to communicate what's really wrong with the relationship. And even though this person I had really good communication skills, we there was a lack thereof during the last couple of weeks of it. So this, you know, the stages that I'm going to talk about um, already, by the time the breakup was official, I had already gone through the first step. So let's get on with it. <laughs> um, the first step to get over a breakup, at least for me, the healthiest way that I can really um, touch base on is the grieving part. So no matter what, you have to grieve your relationship. Something is dying. Okay. The death of your relationship is gone because it's not just a relationship. You're not just losing someone that you once was or were really in love with or really into. You're also losing in a future that you thought about with this person because, Regardless of, you know, whomever, whether it was toxic or healthy relationship, there was a point that you thought of a future with this person. So when you sit back and and you think about it, it hurts because it's like, well, that dream or that hope is never going to happen now because this person I had broken up. So this is why it's important to grieve because you're grieving a relationship and not try to hide it. So, and this means by crying a lot, by being by yourself, if that's what you need. If, you, if you're not a person that cries to show like emotions, then be by yourself or handle it yourself. But one thing I cannot stress about enough is please do not do unhealthy things. I would not go out and sleep with whomever you find on, you know, like anywhere, you know, or not anywhere, but you pick up someone at a bar, at a club or anywhere and hook up with them. This is, I don't think this is a healthy way to get over a breakup, at least the first stage. You're just delaying it. You're making it last longer when it shouldn't take super long. 
the more you grieve it from the beginning, the less time it's going to take or yeah, the less, the, the, the lesser the breakup feeling is going to be there. So, you know, and don't drink, don't do drugs. I know that the thought of it sounds great. You know, in that moment, you're like, well, I want to forget because it hurts. You know, uh, trying to avoid the pain will just make it, it will just make it longer. So grieving it should always be the first step. And also there comes like a little bit of parentheses that I'm going it, it, that I'm going to talk about it in a second, but it's basically the, the add on to a grieving. So I'm, I'm adding grieving and this next step into the same category. So, but you know, I'm going to touch on that in a, you know, in a minute. So feel it. Like I said, if you're a crier, like I am, I cried on the first day that I grieved the relationship. Even if we, even if we were still quote unquote together, I still was grieving it because he wanted us to be friends again. He wanted us to start as friends and he no longer wanted a romantic relationship with me. And obviously like I took that hard. So I did cry for a couple of days. I called I actually left to work early it was a slow day anyway so it didn't affect my work at all but um I you know I lay down in bed and I was just crying and mourning and just feeling it and that that is so that's super helpful that is super super helpful for later on in the steps because it's good for the soul it doesn't feel like it is but it's good good yeah can't say can talk today right it's good for the soul um, another, the add-on that I want to talk about is no contact. Guys, no contact is super important. I did not understand the importance of no contact with my first breakup, but I knew how important it was, at least with this breakup. It helps immensely. And I know, I know, like, you guys wanted, like, when we're going through the breakup, we're like, I want to hear, you know, I want to hear of this person. I want to hear their voice. You know, we want to find that that feeling that good feeling that you once had with this person you want to look for it again to self um like to uh, how would the word be like give yourself comfort that everything is okay and what you're feeling is not real but unfortunately it is real and another like unfortunate thing is that no contact is important so the no contact is easier said than done. Believe me, believe me, it's easier said than done. But I do want to do another episode with, that talks deeper in why no contact works. Whether you want this person back or whether, you know, you want to find yourself again, I say that no contact is the best thing that you can do for yourself, for your relationship and for the other person as well. So do the no contact. I would say go for 60 days longer if need to. But again, this is a topic for another day. Um, but grieving and no contact should be the first step. And for me, I put myself a time limit when it comes to grieving. I say that I don't let myself cry over, a, you know, over a breakup for more than two weeks, but that could vary on the relationship that can vary on the person as well. So, you know, take your time with it. Grief, just don't let it drag on for longer than it should. You know, um, you shouldn't let yourself get like eternally or long term depressed for someone that has left your life. No wonder how like no wonder no matter how important the person was for you, 
you should not be grieving someone that chose to leave your life. Now, this is mostly for, um, like, it's a, it, it's a different feeling whenever someone has passed away and they were very important in your life. So this topic is not for you, but this is more for people that there was a breakup that, that you know that this person voluntarily left your life or vice versa, but the relationship wasn't working anymore and ties were cut. So, you know, this is why grieving and no contact is important. The next step is a change of scenery. This is a step that not a lot of people talk about, and I think it's super important as well. Um, a change of scenery could be just changing up your room. It could be changing, just moving the placing of your furniture, changing sheets, um, or like getting a new comforter and stuff. That's what I mean by changing sheets. You should always change your sheets, guys, you know, by the way. But I, like I said, I'm talking about just changing up your um it could be your room your house your apartment um you just making things pretty or prettier and having like wake up to seeing something different because you know I think that whenever things stay the same and you go on with life and you know like if you have the same I I feel like if you have the same room as you did when you guys were still together it just makes it harder. Having a change of scenery is super important, guys, because you get to see, it's like the start of something new. It's it's the start. It's having a new beginning, and it can be really helpful. Um, and I mean, there's really nothing more to say on that. You know, it's it's super important. No wonder people like to go out and travel to see something, things to see different places. To experience different things and as simple as moving around a desk could make that much of an impact especially when you're in a such vulnerable place in your life so this is that <laughs> so basically that's the next step um change of scenery the the next one is start routine that you once left for because of your relationship. Now, I'm not an advocate to changing up your life for someone else, um, unless it's good things. You know, if this person encouraged you to be a better person, to stop smoking, to stop um, consuming drugs, or stop, or <laughs> if this person encouraged you to work out or to eat better, you know, then this is something that you should still keep in your life. Um, and that's like good alterations, but this is like routines that you probably stopped because you were making more time for this, for, yeah, for this person. For me, it was spending time with my family. Um, I stopped being around my family a lot because I was focusing on my relationship for the time that I was with him. And not that I neglected my family because I still hung out with them. I still had fun with them, but, um, Saturdays were, or uh, certain days of the week they were that were would no would normally be dedicated to my family I would dedicate it to my boyfriend so I did stop doing certain routines so I started to pick up the routine that I had once left off with um you know with my family so that that's one thing but it could be different things for other people so for certain people it might be that maybe you were going on dates so Saturdays were reserved for let's say um for your boyfriend or girlfriend but you had a routine before them 
that you used to, I don't know, go to a cooking class or I don't know, go to like those game competitions that I don't know if they still have them, but I know that they did at the, there was like a comic book store that would do that. And if you guys used to do that, but you guys like left it for any reason, um, not for anything bad, but because you, you know, you're dedicating time to your significant other, then pick up on it again, because believe believe it or not, going back into an older routine can be helpful as well. Um, and it also helps remind you who you were before this person had come into your life. So that that's, again, <laughs> very important. Another thing is also starting a hobby. Um, hobbies are, th- this is actually my hobby, guys. Um, I'm going through this stage um, where I'm picking up something new and I'm doing it. Um, during my first relationship, I think the hobby that I picked up was, um, unfortunately, it was just getting more things. It was a really terrible hobby, by the way, because I spent a lot of money during this time. But um, right now, starting the podcast is the hobby that I'm going, that that I'm adding on because of my post breakup and, you know, having to regain some of that confidence because of a hobby that that you're good at or you really wanted to do could be great. And it could be anything, you know, if you like video games, you can stream your video games on Twitch. That's great. If you want to start a TikTok, start a TikTok. If like any kind of hobby, you want to start a YouTube channel, do it. If you want to get a camera and or start photography, do it make up anything start a hobby you, if it was something that you used to like to do or you want to pick up on do it because this will help you build yourself up again so this is again this is very important podcasting is my current hobby right now but not that I hadn't had other hobbies before but this is the one that I am feeling pretty good about. So, and like I said, it helps you in your self-esteem. It helps you rebuild some of that confidence you might have, you know, lost because of the breakup. Because regardless of, you know, how the breakup ended, whether it was amicable or a toxic one or, you know, I guess we're arguing a lot or whatnot, still, you know, like you lose part of yourself with it. You we want to say like, oh no, we're strong, we're independent, you know, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm happy. But to be honest, we feel even the tiniest bit of hurt on it. We lost someone again that we thought that we were going to have a future with. And that person who either left or just didn't want to, or just things just ended, then it... it, it it still hurts and you still lose part of your confidence with it. So just keep that in mind. Another thing, um, or the last step, this is for me, my last step, and this could be a personal thing. I go out with my friends. I used to love doing that as a single person. I loved going out with my friends to, to like out anywhere, to out to have fun, go on drives, um, to, eat or to the club, you know, or meet new people, go to a hookah bar. You know, I loved doing that when I was single, but uh, the reason why this is not like during the starter routine you once left, it's because there's, you know, you still should be somewhat in a grieving stage during these phases because you, you're still feeling it. You're, you're going through these steps to try to to, to try to heal, to, to really, really heal. 
So the hurt's still going to be there until one day you no longer feel it. So, you know, going for me, going out with my friends was one thing that I enjoyed doing and I still like to do very much, but um, I just no longer um, do right now. Well, first of all, I don't do it right now because of COVID. Unfortunately, I still am taking it very, very seriously. I, I go out here and there, but <laughs> um, I try to avoid just hanging out with a large group of friends because you never know. I'm still you know, protecting myself and my family from something like that from happening. And we have been very fortunate where we haven't been personally hit by the this virus. But, you know, I'm hopeful that this will end at some point. So we got through it once back in the 1910s, but, you know, we can get through it again. As I mentioned before, going for me, like I said, going out with my friends, regaining some of that confidence that I have lost is something that I think it's very important. So that for me, like I said, that's the last step. And that can be a personal thing for you. Again, you should not ignore your breakup. Okay. You should never ignore your breakup. So again, the steps are grieving, change of scenery, start a routine you once had left, start a hobby and go out with your friends. Start going out with people again Um, I wouldn't necessarily say go out on dating apps just yet or start dating again. Um, that can vary by the person, but I personally, um, I like to, again, regain myself, find myself again before I go back into the dating scene, which I don't see it anytime soon. Even if I feel mostly healed, um, I don't feel like I'm ready to date again because I still you know, even though like I, f- I feel pretty secure about myself and pretty great, pretty positive, this is time for me because I, ha- I did lose a lot of my singleness <laughs> energy when I was with my relationship and I went through a lot of anxiety during that time as well. So, you know, I'm trying to go back into the same old Stephanie <laughs> before everything, just a smarter one and a stronger one that can say, yeah, I'm, I'm good. And I'm ready to go out there and, and put myself out there again and start the whole dating process again, because dating is exhausting. But to be honest, I, it just got better. My, uh, to be honest, even though my first love was the, was very painful when the breakup happened, I still value this last relationship that happened because it was a more mature one. And it it was just, I was happier with that one. I felt like I had a good adult relationship with my second boyfriend and I didn't have that feeling with my first boyfriend. So right now I'm actually excited for what's to come with any future relationships and stuff. Like I know what I want, what I don't like, what I look for in someone. And I'm excited to see, you know, where life will take me and I'm excited to see more opportunities. So I'll see you guys on my next episode. And I hope you guys had or have, have or had a great day. Bye guys.